Hey everybody. Welcome back to Behind the Record. We have made it to our 10th episode. I'm excited to be here. And today I wanted to cover something that um, is a little more personal to me. Um, and that is the rise of hip-hop music. Um, and what I mean by that is how hip-hop music is becoming more mainstream, more popular. You're seeing it in more places. Um, and that's really been the trend of the last decade and even before that, I guess, the last two or th- even three decades. Um, and so I guess you should know pretty much the only music... Well, I shouldn't say the only music. Most of the music I listen to is hip-hop. The artists I follow are mostly hip-hop artists. The music news I follow is generally related to hip-hop. I do listen to other stuff, but focus, hip-hop. So uh, this is something that I feel a little personally invested in. Um, So like I said, we're looking at how it's gotten bigger. Um, If you want to kind of get a sense of how that is, all you got to do, pull up the top 100, the Billboard Hot 100, it's called actually... um, and just look at it, and you will see that a ton of the songs are there are, um, that are on there are hip-hop songs, and that would not have held true even just 10 years ago. Um, and then you can also look at shows like the Grammys uh, or any awards shows, and you'll see there's more and more representation for hip-hop. Forget the poor showing that hip-hop had at the Grammys in 2018. I know that was a thing. People were surprised that more hip-hop artists didn't win awards, but overall, if you look at the trend in recent years, uh, you'll see more and more hip-hop artists are being nominated, recognized, um, and awarded for their work, and it used to be that there wasn't even a section at the Grammys for hip-hop, so uh, that has really changed. And then, uh, I don't know if you guys heard the recent news either, um, Kendrick Lamar became the first hip-hop artist to win a Pulitzer Prize in music, and before that happened, it is a big deal, because it was only classical and jazz artists that had won that, so uh, people are really starting to recognize kind of the social and cultural contributions of hip-hop, and I think Kendrick Lamar's album Damn, which is what caused him to win that, is definitely um, an illustration of that. So I really just wanted to get us all, myself included, thinking about what this kind of hip-hop takeover, that's what I'm calling it, this hip-hop takeover, what does it mean for society and what does it mean for hip-hop music itself? Um, and so uh, just I, I kind of hear two primary fears about this phenomenon of hip-hop becoming more popular. One, people say hip-hop music is getting watered down. And on the other side, people say that hip-hop is a bad influence on people, um, especially on kids. Um, And I would say I wouldn't be worried about those two, and I'm going to share my thoughts on why. Um, But first, let's talk about how big is hip-hop really getting? So like I already mentioned, we're seeing hip-hop music, um, and R&B is kind of included in this, so just kind of keep that in your mind as well, hip-hop and R&B. Um, they're getting more representation in literally every outlet you can think of. Uh, I'm talking about television, talking about streaming music, I'm talking about album sales and um, award shows, like I said. Um, And then uh, in 2017, Nielsen, they're the people who do statistics for stuff like uh, who watches what on TV, Um, and they recently, in recent years, started uh, also recording what kind of music people listen to. Um, And so rock has been the most popular 
uh, music in the United States as far as consumption goes. Uh, but in 2017, hip-hop and R&B claimed that title, and they dethroned rock. Um, and in 2017, it was 25.1% of all music consumption in the United States um, was hip-hop or R&B. And I think rock was like 22%. So uh, that's definitely definitely represent, uh, sorry, definitely a representative of that change. So, And I'm going to provide a link to an article um, about this that kind of goes a little more in-depth. Now, if we want to talk about what this uh, increase in popularity means for hip-hop, I personally think it's a good thing. So, uh, as with any other genre, as hip-hop has gotten bigger, it has diversified. And we now have so many different sub-genres, movements, etc. And everything's different. Some might be bad, some might be good. That's really a matter of opinion. Uh, So, one kind of uh, rise in popularity that we've seen is that of mumble rap. That's something people like to criticize a lot. Uh, Artists like Young Thug, where you really can't tell what they're saying, to be honest. Um, But at the same time, we have some real genius rappers out there. I'm talking about J. Cole, Big Crit, Logic, Eminem, Jay-Z, Childish Gambino, uh, artists who are really doing powerful things to bring attention to social issues. Um, in, in the last episode, I mentioned um, Childish Gambino's new song, This Is America, and that uh, really brings attention to issues like gun control and race in the United States in a powerful way. Um, and the entire history of hip-hop is really rooted in this kind of role of social commentary. It started in the 1970s in New York uh, as a way to speak out against oppression and kind of just get out a message um, outside of the system. So uh, I, I really think that there are a lot of hip-hop artists out there who are having a positive impact on their listeners, uh, spreading positive messages. Um, and sure, you can talk about artists. There are definitely hip-hop artists out there who have problematic music, I would say. Um, music that glorifies drug use, uh, drugs, etc., objectifies women. That's definitely an issue that hip-hop has. Um, and I, it's getting better, but overall, I think the net social change is good from this. If you want an example, I guess, of positive uh, social benefit from hip-hop, think about J. Cole's last album, uh, K.O.D. stands for Kids on Drugs, and he spends a lot of this album kind of grappling with the problems of drug addiction, the effects that it has on our youth, um, and yeah, I definitely give it a listen. I think it's that kind of hip-hop that we need to be rewarding, continuing to reward, and continuing to encourage, um, as evidenced by things like Kendrick's Pulitzer. Um, and then also keep in mind, people said the same kind of stuff, exact same kind of stuff about rock and roll when it started to become popular. Um, and, and that fear um, that some new music genre is going to come along and corrupt the youth, it's really ignorant and misguided. And history has shown that time and time again. When Elvis came out, people were horrified that of the way he moved on stage and, and it was gonna it was gonna evoke sexual promiscuity from from girls and all that and none of that proved to be true. So keep in mind change is natural, change is good. Hip hop is not changing culture. Rather, culture is changing and 
hip-hop is changing as a reflection of that, and that is a good thing. Um, I'm very curious to know what the listeners think about this. Uh, This is definitely kind of a divisive thing. Um, A lot of people love hip-hop, a lot of people hate it, a lot of people don't care, but if you do uh, want to, feel free to leave a comment. That's going to conclude this episode of Behind the Record. Um, Had a lot of fun uh, talking about this, and I hope you all have a good day.